Hello and welcome to the White Trash Podcast. This episode is going to be different than most, I think. I don't think I'll have too many episodes that are similar to this one. Um, People always talk about how if you're trying to live like a dream, you're trying to go after something that is really hard to do or is, you know, just... um, Maybe there's not a lot of openings or jobs for it. Um, that you should have a plan B. And me wanting to be a comedian, um, I think there is some value to having a plan B for some people. And I think the idea of a plan B may cause some people to fail because they know that they have something in their back pocket that they can fall back on. I think it can drive some people because they don't want to do the plan B thing. Maybe sometimes the plan B thing isn't that bad. It's like it would also be enjoyable to do that. Sometimes the plan B is like the worst imaginable job that, you know, that you could imagine. Um, So it's different for everybody. But I never really had a plan B. And I really, I don't think I necessarily do. I guess if I, if I had to pick one that. I would want to say, I would, it would be really hard because you would, I would have to take some kind of, some kind of courses for this, maybe even just online and get some kind of writing skill because I would, the plan B would be to be like a journalist, a real actual journalist, you know what I'm saying? Like not somebody who is owned by a company. Or owned by a, you know, um, a corporation or a, a, a news network or whatever. I'm not, I don't want to be owned by anybody. I would, I would never sell myself out. Um, and there's very few good journalists left. So I feel like that would be the honorable thing to do. Is to go into the field of journalism and actually be like one of the standouts of like, hey, this guy isn't owned by anybody there are a few of them out there there's less than 20 like like i'm not kidding like there's less than 20 in america i don't know about across the world Um, i'm guessing there's more in other countries than in america that's my guess um i'm sure america has more than other countries like china there's probably none (laughs) uh for a good reason but america is a is the people that are pulling the levers that control America, whoever that is, let's call them they, whoever they are, the billionaires, the people that run the news networks, the people that run the big corporations, whoever is pulling the levers, um, they do not want good journalism. They despise it. They despise people that tell the public what's going on. They despise Edward Snowden. They despise Julian Assange. They despise Joe Rogan. I, I know it. They despise Alex Jones. They despise uh, Michael Malice, Tim Pool, uh, the people that do the Hill Show, uh, Chris, Crystal Ball and Sagar or something, hey, something like that. The show's called The Hill. There's a few people out there. Uh, Kyle Kuklinski, um, Jimmy Dore. These are definitely there's a, definitely a few people out there who are journalists. Who actually will either come close to what's actually happening 
or will do their best, you know? It's hard to ever get the full truth, that's the problem. You know, in a country like this where the media is literally owned, like it's it's bought and, and paid for. So like even the information that the real journalists are getting may not be the full picture. It's tough. You, you you almost have to read in between the lines sometimes, and then you and then no one wants to believe you because if it's not in if it's not written exactly, you know, word for word, then no one's gonna believe you. But you start connecting dots, and you can see patterns, and you know. I just think journalism. Uh, part of it is like Hunter Thompson really inspired me to like consider that as a occupation uh way before i wanted to do comedy like i thought maybe journalism hmm maybe um but i also don't i don't love to write like i'm not a writer i don't like to like all my jokes are very short i'm not i don't like to write long form stuff um and with journalism i mean that's really all it is uh but i think it's important and i think if i wanted to make it you know i do i do have an urge to make an impact on this world, even if it's like the smallest microscopic, you know, the the microscopic of the microscopic. Like I don't care if it's the the, the smallest impact possible. Like I I don't care. I know that like in the vastness of space, that like nothing we do on this planet is really relevant, or that it matters, or just in the just in the brief history that humans are going to be here. If I could push. The human race or let's just say america if i could push america in like just a point 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 just the smallest decimal point possible one percent just that in the right direction i'd be happy as shit um if i could just be like one of the 30 good journalists i would feel like really proud of myself i'd be like hey i'm definitely gonna get shot one day in the back of the head and not robbed, or anything, or nothing will happen to me, I'll just be shot, um, but I would be like, I'm doing something, you know, this is, this is important, um, comedian is like a job that I would enjoy a lot, journalist is like a job that I would not enjoy most often, most of the time I would not enjoy it, um, but it's important, so I feel like I would be able to fight through the the pain of learning how to write and following stories and interviewing and whatever, you know, whatever, um, being a journalist consists of, but it is an important job. And I feel like that's why a lot of people don't want to do it. It's intimidating. And I feel like a lot of people know that the system is fucked and it's just so fucked. It's so corrupt. It's so rigged. It's like, what are we, what are we going to be journalists? What are we writing about the corruption? Like, we all know it's, most people know it's corrupt. We can't do anything about it. But there's still, like, a small part of me that wants to point out all the nonsense and point out all the bullshit like Hunter used to, you know? I know, like, there's a certain part of me that's, like, um, you know, I'm not, you don't want to try to be like your idols. But there's a certain part of me that, um, that's the thing I most appreciate about, about Hunter. It's not even close. That's the first, second, third, and fourth thing that I appreciate about Hunter. Is he, he called out the bullshit that he saw. 
And I'm sure he wasn't always right. I'm sure he called bullshit on stuff that wasn't bullshit. But most of the time, when he was locked in, he was calling bullshit on what was really nonsense, you know? Um, and he would talk in a way that, like, just people were not hearing often. Or, you know, if they were hearing it, it was rarely. Or it was once every ten years, maybe someone like Hunter would talk about like things like that he talked about. But he was just the uh, pivotal, important person that, like, in that time, you know. <clears throat> and I don't really know how many of those people that are walking around that are so influential. I mean, Rogan's definitely one of them. Um, but he's not a journalist, but he does do a lot of good. Like, he does do a lot of good stuff. He has on the 20 good journalists that are in America. He has them on, like, twice a year, or whatever, you know? But I just feel like there can never be enough good journalists. I mean, that that is something that we could never have too many of. That's literally impossible. Um, so, if comedy... I'm not going to say if... If, even if, even if I was successful in comedy, like, even if I became a good comedian, and I was making 40 grand a year, and I was, you know, living good, doing sets all the time, and getting recognition, and I was, you know, doing it, even then, I still think I would want to check out journalism, because, like, why not? It's, it's important. I feel like you can't, it's not a waste of time. It's definitely not a waste of time. Um... And it would, it definitely would interest me. I already love, uh, you know, alternative facts or conspiracy theories, whatever you want to call them. Um, I love, I don't love knowing that things are happening. I love pointing them out. I love, I'm not discovering this shit, obviously. I love, I love that other people are doing the work for me, essentially. And I wouldn't mind doing some of the work. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping I'm making any sense here. Um, there's just a lot of corruption. There's a lot of a lot of greed. A lot of just behind closed doors deals. You know, there's a lot of fuckery. There's just so much, so much crazy shit going on in politics and corporations and with these millionaires and billionaires. It's really disturbing. The CIA, the FBI, all these things. Uh, and if I could pull the pull the curtain back on. Just some of it, I would feel accomplished, you know. Uh, I would feel like, hey, I did, okay, I did a little bit. I, I helped uh, move the needle kind of in the right direction, possibly. I think that would be good. It's time do I got left. Oh, that was 11 minutes. Not bad. I wasn't sure how long this was going to go. Um, but yeah, comedy, being a comedian is definitely the first, second, and third option. Because I, I will never give up on that. I don't care how bad I am. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm going to suck for the first seven, eight years at least. Or something like that. You know, I'm not I'm not going to base... Um, I'm not going to ever give up on that. But I may... You know, if I'm 15 years into comedy and I'm, you know, 45. I'd be like 43. Um, if comedy is going okay, but it's not going great... I may do both, you know, I may 
start a little journalism on the side. I may continue, I would continue to try to be a comedian, but I feel like that's something that is a possibility. It's, in, it's interesting to me. And I can't help but feel like it would be good for me too to like learn that skill to learn how to not investigate into stuff but like read documents and interview and you know collect data and you know run it through my own filter and try to come out with the truth on the other side you know what I'm saying or something that's close to the truth as close to the truth as I can get um yeah I think that would be great. I think that would be interesting. In another life, I would just go for that right now. But comedy is way more appealing to me. And uh, seems like way... It doesn't seem easier. It seems seems like I'm set up more mentally for that. For comedy. It seems like everything I've done in my life has led up to me choosing to be a comedian. For sure. 100%. Um... So, I think that's mostly it. I think that's, you know, comedy just seems, I, uh, most of my favorite people are comedians. I really appreciate the art form of comedy, the the joke writing, the punchlines, the delivery, the cadence. I appreciate everything about it. Um, I, I appreciate that you can captivate an audience just by being funny. Like, that's, you know, it's it's amazing to think that... You can have a movie theater full of people that will go see a movie because they want to see a you know an hour and a half or two hour film that took you know three years to make. Like, but more even more people will go see a comedian who like has been working on this material for like two years and now is just up there by himself telling jokes. Like that's I know people have said this before, but that's fucking crazy to me. That, you know, 10,000 people will disability go see one person. Like, that's nuts. Like, even even rappers who are like Eminem or, you know, a- anybody who is just a one-person kind of thing. Even they have, like, other people on the stage, a, you know, a drummer, a guitarist, a... a hype dudes or whatever you know there's there's always more people the comedian it's literally just that fucking dude or that chick like it's insane to me um there's nothing really else like it that can draw a big audience i mean yeah poetry or whatever but i mean getting ten thousand people to go see someone read a poem um shit's wild it's like the coolest job i could think of but yeah journalists Journalism is probably the plan B that I, I don't think I'm going to need it, but I may check it out anyway one day, just because it's interesting, and why not, you know, life is short, why not try to tackle a few things after I have a decent grip on the first thing, you know, that makes sense, um, I just would never want to distract myself from comedy, I, I would, I never want to, I would never want to dip my toes into journalism too early, and then I take away my chances of actually, you know, making my first thing happen for real on a big scale. That would be horrible. So I don't want to cheat myself. So I, I would only tip my uh, tip my toes into journalism, like, 
years down the road. Like, this would have to be at least a decade from now, you know, at least, probably more like 15 years before I would feel comfortable in comedy to where I'm like, okay, I can actually check out something else now. You know, I can give something else 15% of my attention, and I would feel like that's okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah. I just, uh, I can't think of a, a better job, two, I can't think of two better jobs that, I mean, being a, being a comedian brings people joy, being a journalist brings people information that they need. I can't really think of two better uh, jobs that, you know, that I would be interested in. Um, so yeah, got it, uh, got it all planned out in the head. Hopefully things come to fruition with a lot of hard work and a lot of failure. I think they will. This has been the White Trash Podcast. Thank you for listening.